I don't know if it's going to let me be alive in three places right now, but yeah, see how my Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So I've got a link here now. I can share it with you guys on the first thing that we're on. Dan emailed me again. This is getting fun over here. <laughs> put my skills to the test. So uh, new YouTube link. And uh, oh, we got a couple of people watching already. Aloha, Suzanne friend. Nice to see you here. I'm glad I'm glad you found us. And I'm going to close out the original broadcast. Um, so let's see, Matt, I'm going to give you the link that no, that won't help you. You need the zoom link. Right, exactly. So there it comes in the private chat. That shouldn't be a problem. Okay, perfect. Bye, you guys. See you over there. Here we are. Hello, guys. We're over on Zoom. Matt's here. Excellent. So that worked. And now let's see where Dan is. We're going to do this. Needs a Canada access number. Yeah. So um, let's see if I can find him a Canada access number. And um, here's all the Canada access numbers. Copy paste. I'm glad I'm a little techie by now. Yeah. I, I just would have been like crying on the floor otherwise. Yeah, after you go through a few, right? The troubleshooting is there. Zoom is. Uh, can you hear good. me, Matt? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, I, okay, let me see. You're probably fine. I'm just going to change my speaker. Built in output. There we are. I'm good. You're good. Okay, excellent. Here again. So Dan's still trying to come on. And uh, if you're not familiar with him, I have been watching Dan's videos for the past, I don't know, you know, maybe a year on and off, just his name keeps coming up because I'm searching law stuff. And he has beautiful short little videos. They're awesome, actually. So useful because um, new link for Dan the Christian Man. Oh, good. Somebody's doing that for us on, on uh, Choose Freedom Law Summit. Yay, our people are working nice. to, to get this going. And so he's, you know, on the one hand, he wasn't saying anything new that I hadn't heard, but he's saying it in incredible, incredibly clear way. So that's useful, right? You can say the same thing. And if, if you can't pick it up one, from one person, sometimes you can pick it up from the other. And, uh, and then when he came on our law meeting the other night, it was extraordinary. I had never heard him talk like that, and especially at length, because his videos are all very, you know, short, pithy, and focused on a particular subject, which is great. Again, that makes it easily accessible to people. 
But uh, when you hear his whole vision and his strategy for leaving the beast system, then it's uh, incredibly hopeful. Here we are in Canada, right? It's a lot easier for people in the U.S. easier, I'll say, quote unquote, because none, none of this is easy. But uh, so far, we haven't really cracked the code of how to do it in Canada because we've got the, the crown and the queen and uh, Canada is not really a country. It's the Hudson's Bay Company. We don't therefore have a constitution. Uh, actually, I know somebody that got a letter from the lieutenant governor the other day, and they were trying to claim uh, everything against the constitution, which was, was fascinating because we cannot, if we try to claim the constitution, they're like, oh, that, that's garbage. That doesn't work. That has nothing to do with us, right? But but they they claimed it as their reason that they couldn't respond to uh, a claim. So anyway, the mystery is always deep, and and we are the ones who are called to stand in honor because that's at the end of the day that's our that's what we're that's the war we're trying to win here. But our our perpetrators don't have to do that. They don't have to follow their own rules. Right, they make the rules and then they break the rules and just conveniently do whatever the heck they want. Oh darn, so Rockfin would be dead now. Let me see. Oh, my, 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 my. Yeah, I don't know if Zoom will let you do a multi-stream. I think that's what StreamYard does, right? Let you go multiple places. That's right. Yeah, so it looks like it's dead on Rockfin. Okay, I won't worry about that. They'll kind of <clears> get <throat> the hint, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then what I could do is share this out one more time. Here we are. Well, people are finding us. Thank you very much for your patience, you guys. This is going to happen. <laughs> it was the same on Wednesday night. With the... Okay, we're going to close that. Yeah. Okay. I think we're good. We'll just leave it be at what it is. And uh, I can't put your comments up, but it's so, it's so great. Lots of people in the chat here. Devin made it over. El Elias is here. Hello. Nice to see you. That was great talking to you the other day. Did I talk to you? Chatted with you. Uh, Spent Man's Path is here. T. Jordan is here. Clayton Jacobs made it back. Excellent. Um, mm, uh, mm, uh, can't say your name at all. Mataguna. Nalumba, welcome here to this channel. Glad to be glad you're here. Big, big, no, but big bear. <laughs> I just met 20 bears in Winnipeg, by the way. Those bears get around. <laughs> Kara is here. So good. Jason, Brian Stavely is around. Excellent. Nice to see you. We had a great episode of the Bitches Brew last night. T. Jordan, get gone. And Hootube, excellent. So good. Glad you guys are here. Could you now share this link around a bit? <laughs> now that you're, all your friends hate you for the last one. <laughs> and uh, let's see if Dan's not being successful. Oh, the meeting ID number is uh, just on that email. So copy and paste that. And on the outside chance, there should be no password. 
because it didn't give me one. So the Choose Freedom Law Summit has been amazing uh, for us, you know, law to work, so, so intense. We already have full-time lives and then this added a whole other layer. Um, but honestly, the feedback that we're getting has been incredible. Um, day after day, getting messages from people saying how much value this is to them. And so encouraging to watch. I've heard beginners say, yeah, that was completely new to this and totally in resistance to it. And this made it easy for me to get interested and not only interested, but inspired. One of the last messages was, I can't believe how spiritual this subject is. I think that's something that a lot of newbies wouldn't understand. A lot of the law is taught politically and in that context, right? It's all nuts and bolts and strategy and, and uh, the stuff that makes you almost want to kill yourself when you're, <laughs> when you're seeing it, when you're looking at it, you know, oh man, how many, how many 3 AMs I've had reading something and I get to the end and I'm just like, I have nothing, literally nothing more than I had before. So that's why we're interested in interviewing the living and breathing men and women who are actually out there doing stuff and putting this to the test because it doesn't matter how great your theories and philosophy are or how right you are. It's not a, even a game of rightness anymore. People are looking for the right path. And I'm very convinced at this point, there is no such thing as a right path, but there is your path. And that's the thing that I think people can start to learn how to think in this language. And it's kind of like math. Once, oh, look, we have liftoff. <laughs> Let's just give him a minute to connect the audio. Hello, Dan the Christian Man, are you on? I hope I'm on. Yay, it worked. It's a miracle. <laughs> All right. It took a little bit of doing. All right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So welcome. This is Matt Belair, by the way. He is the co-host of Choose Freedom Law Summit, and he just happened to be free today to come on. So it's super good. I, I guess you can't see us because you're on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Hey, Dan, nice good. to meet you, man. How's it going there? Good. We're excited for this. We hear good things. I missed the call on Wednesday, so... Um, just heard really good things from everybody. So excited to learn and thanks for, uh, paving the way for us. No problem. So, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, let's, let's start with, we've, we've got a very patient audience here. They're, uh, they're watching on YouTube. And, uh, so they're, they are, um, sitting and waiting. Would you like to introduce yourself and just let us know who you are for those that aren't familiar with you? Oh, yet. that's just a very complicated it. subject matter. I know, I know. Cause it started, you told us the other night, it started like you were, you were raised kind of out of the system to begin with. Right. I mean, to an extent, I mean, I was, uh, I was raised with, uh, very, very religious, uh, you know, background. I mean, my, uh, my father wasn't very religious originally because, um, he was, uh, um, his family were very, very old core Baptists. And, uh, you know, he was afraid, uh, that the life that he was living at the time way before I came into existence, uh, was based on a penalty of brimstone and fire. Uh, for all the things that he, he had basically done. So uh, he later uh, um, had uh, kind of uh, uh, ran into my, my mother, but she was, she was on her way to become a nun. Oh, wow. And <laughs> so uh, there's two bizarre uh, situations occurring there. And uh, my mother, uh, my mother was within 
a family of, I mean, we're just talking very recently, uh, 23, uh, there was 23 brothers and sisters, uh, in her family. That's only one generation back. So, uh, you can imagine, I mean, <laughs> 16 lived to <laughs> maturity, um, out of, uh, my aunts and uncles, but, uh, uh, they were, uh, they were, they were raised, uh, my mother's side is staunch Roman Catholic. Um, and then, uh, eventually over a period of time, uh, they kind of went down the Protestantism direction. And then my dad eventually was a, a pastor. So, okay. so, I mean, I was raised very heavily with, uh, with biblical knowledge, but, uh, to an extent, um, I, I was raised with, uh, you know, researching parents. So, uh, they, um, you know, as far as they would have seen, would they have seen the things that we see now? Uh, would they be talking as I'd be talking on the internet, uh, on YouTube, uh, whenever I do mention the Bible, not, not quite, um, because that would have ran into, uh, that would have ran into serious issues, uh, because the problem with the, the problem with society in general is, the main, the mainstream, the mainstream religious community, the main, and it doesn't matter what religion someone is, they're all under the same um, constraint, uh, which is they're 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 a creature of the state. Um, they they can believe whatever they want. You can believe in little green men and open up a religion in today's society. It doesn't matter what you want to do um but you're using when you're using government issued legal tender or funds um uh you're now in the make believe game and the state controls what you do operating and energizing your organization with money so that's why you've seen all these churches shut down during covid um it was all based on that uh, because they don't have any say, even though people have tried to stand them off. Um, as you can see the pattern, they've lost. So, uh, and then you've got the medical uh, fraternity, um, which is you know, pretty much just as powerful because they believe they're gods. So um, you've got that fraternity on its own. Um, you've got, you know, the political end of things. So the political, the religious, and the medical um, establish the system that you are operating in right now um, under government bond. Um, and this was put back, this was started in place in uh, Massachusetts in the United States, um, which is why one of the videos I did was dealing with the case law um, on whether or not people are going to be forced to get the job if they're part of legal society. Um, and why that case of Jacobson versus Massachusetts, the Supreme Court, which is your last, your last resort, um, ruled in favor that yes, they'll force the job on you if you are a member of the public. Wow, wow! There's the hardcore reality, unbelievable. I mean that that case is back 1904. So, uh, and the fact that it happened in Massachusetts, and in fact um, that they. They list the case. You can look it on Wikipedia. The copy of that case is there. So it was never hidden. So it's already in, uh, you know, in, you know, a very easy to access site. And uh, the fact that when he 
uh, when the the actual party who was filing against Massachusetts, the state of Massachusetts, uh, was an actual pastor, um, and his name was Hennings Jacobson, and I find it quite humorous that uh, you know the last name that he even bears in symbology is referring to sons of Jacob, which were of the twelve tribes of Israel, because that's why people had the had the name Jacobson. So uh, these were these were like trade names um, that uh, uh, people chose uh, to reflect what they wanted to be known in commerce society, though they're they originated from a spiritual idea. Uh, so Jacob's son files the case under the twelve tribes of Israel, um, who shouldn't be mingled in with the Roman state. And and ends up filing a case against Massachusetts where all the witchcraft went on. <laughs> That's where they began all the witchcraft. Witchcraft name did you take on? Smith, Taylor, welcome to the spell. Oh my gosh. So oh my. they they filed it in those they filed it in there, and that's why it's the case law for the United States on the whole thing to do with the jab. Because they basically stated in the case that you are basically a member of something that is a club that's not really you. And because you've joined into the public, you no longer have what you had before. You've given up your unalienable position with God and you've now uh, joined an alienable position with a name that makes you alienable. Um, debtable, okay, uh, surety for it, based on your club member, club member name, and that's why that was the whole purpose of the historical assignment of surnames was to identify you as a debtor in a society that they would have no jurisdiction over you had you not assumed that name and acted as a surety for it. Um, and entered into society. So you give up everything unalienable, pure, moral, and good once you join a collective of screwed up confusion. Mm-hmm. And that's really what's happened there. So I hope I wasn't too rude on that, but that's really what's happening here. You can't, you can't jump into the mire of confusion and not expect to pay the penalty uh, for being a member. Right, right. And and we did that without knowing, obviously, because we were newborn babies, had absolutely no way absolutely. to choose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a question I want to jump to right away is is about um, the, the covenant, right? That so much of, of what's happening to us, you can see how hard they try to get our consent, even if that's a bribery, right? So in Manitoba now, a business will get $50,000 if they get every single one of their employees to uh, be double jabbed. 50 grand. Right. So, but that's still a choice. You can turn down the 50 grand and go with honor, or you can go the dark side. So there's, there's still some semblance of a choice there, but I'm, I'm so curious about like, when, when do they actually break the covenant and go into force? Or is that a, like a long gone thing already that's happened, you know, since, since the, what, you know, what was the date when they started instituting the, the last names you said at the other night? Yeah, it's a slow strangulation. What it is, is, I'm not going to come after you right away. Um, I'm going to let you believe you still have an opportunity to fight. And 
I've seen this before in court cases where, you know, people were saying that they were being enforced something against their conscience, um, that they didn't, they didn't want to participate in it. And so they'll give you little things. Oh, you don't want to be on the voters list. So, you know, go ahead. You can go and take yourself off the voters list. Well, but your name is still there. It's not like you're really off the voters list. You just said you've taken the option just not to participate in throwing a vote in, but you're still on the list. You're just an inactive potential voter because you're still in the collective body. Mm-hmm. You're still, you're still a surety um, energizing um, a member name. And that's what the whole purpose of the last name or the assignment of surnames was in the, you know, in history. And I think if they go to one of the videos that deals, I have a video that uh, brings up the, you know, a Cambridge study, a Yale Cambridge study on the historical, you know, record of surnames and, and where they really came from. And, and it's, it's just a, uh, a long, good essay that just deals with the fact is that anything that I ever said in probably over 400 videos was already confirmed and attested to bef- before I put them up on the net. Right. Um, it, it's just, it was there. It was there for the purpose of um, you're, you're relating to the name. It's not really yours. The state has assigned it. Um, but the minute that you take uh, possessive use of it, you no longer are individual. You're, you're now part of a collective body and you're now paying your collective share um, in the collective body. And as we know what happens with common shareholders in a company, um, if something goes wrong with the company, all the common shareholders lose. Um, so you go down with the ship. If the company goes just like Enron, they had who knows how much of, common shares issued, but anybody who was a common shareholder, when the company failed, uh, they all go down with that. And that's really um, what's coming. Um, They're about to collapse the whole collective ship and everybody's going to be whole as a common shareholder is going to be part of the bag of whatever happens. So anything that they would have had, anything they registered property in, um, any assets they had, um, they're all going to basically uh, be attached to the disaster. And if they want whatever they had in that previous world, um, if they remain to be part of it, um, they will actually be part of whatever the new scam is. And it could, and it's, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Um, right. so, uh, this is a point where everything's going to become very robotic that's why they don't need any energy on anything anymore. Oh, just like tap a card before you had to physically sign something. They made you believe that your signature really meant something. <laughs> it was just evidence that you actually um, are the guy to send the debt to. Um, that world is, is all make-believe anyways, but when someone puts physical energy on it, now you can actually get something that's make-believe, which is money, um, attached to someone because they believe it is real. Um, because they've only been trained to believe that from day one. You can't run a scam without truth and error. You need truth and fiction mixed together for a deceit to occur. It's impossible. It's like taking something natural and something unnatural. And that's why they're putting an unnatural substance 
by consent of the majority of the population into their body. The problem is the people that are against it don't realize that the name that they're bearing, they're already consenting to take the jab ahead of time. Right. Because they're bearing a title that is not theirs. And therefore that body name, body corporate name um, that operates in legalism, um, it, it draw it, it defines the rules. So what's going to happen in the future, um, what they call the public interest, they're doing this for public safety. They've added up the public debt, the amount of people that are registered as public participants. And the guys who are managing the herd of the deceived go, you know what? These people aren't very intelligent to begin with. So we need to eliminate um, the population a bit. Because there, there's too many people that we have to manage and feed out of the warehouse. Mm-hmm. So what we'll do is we'll just reduce the population like we do with wars. This time we can just get them to take get shot at a hospital. We don't need them actually to go out in the war field. It already is a war field. So, really you know, and, and that's where the term ambulance came from. Ambulance is were only associated with going out in the field to grab someone who was a soldier who had participated and, and, and got injured. So there's a war going out there anyways, because we had tons of hospitals and, and lots of ambulances out on the road every day, um, which is an indication of a chaotic war out there to begin with. Yes. Yes. But we don't see it when we don't look in those directions. So it's a war over money and power. Mm-hmm. and title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so right now, um, the people outnumber the people in enforcement. And so they're saying we need to reduce the numbers because it's not good public health to have too many people in their mathematical equation of what is public health. Right. So they're culling the herd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they said, these guys will just walk right into the slaughter truck. They really will. They really are. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if that's like, like way out in left field for the people that are listening, but that's what's happening. The people who declare what is public health, public health is tax health. It's Publicans what- were tax collectors. So they're saying we've got way too many taxable units out there and we promised return to the people who bought into that, uh, who bought into that fiction because they sold futures on the gross national product of every nation through issuing bonds that represented the energy or the life of the workers that were going to be in there. So they said, this is a new worker popping up. Um, let's look at the mother horse and the father horse and the human race game. And let's just see what they're going, you know, what are the odds? Are we getting a blue collar worker? Are we getting a white collar worker? Um, how much, how much activity um, and how much debt are they going to associate and surety themselves to? So they, they decide they gamble on it because they eventually 
collect on it. And so once the, um, you have to understand people who bought these government bonds, these counterfeit token of values, we call birth certificates. Um, as long as you're insuring it, you're the one shirting the use of it, um, by your own consent, it won't, it won't, it's not payable. Um, but if you surety it to the end, um, the bondholders collect on the difference that you didn't use and it goes into their bank accounts. So the, the advantage is kill as many people as possible to cancel out as much as they need to cancel out on the value of those bonds, because if they do that, then the, the remainder on the bond goes to the investor. Hey, hey, Dan, one of the things that's reminded me of is I watched this presentation by David Martin, and uh, he just okay. talked about the influence of the uh, health insurance companies as well, talking about how they had realized that, well, if people took out a mortgage or a health insurance policy, they make a lot more money um, if people died before they could collect. And, uh, you know, so he found the, the trail of money that leads to them as well. So I think people, most people are listening to this, I think understand the birth certificate and in general, what, what you're speaking about. And I was also reminded of that document, uh, NASA weapons for silent wars. Right. And it's incredible how many people are signing up for this. It's, it's truly terrifying. Um, and I was just curious if we kind of understand, okay, we don't want to get vaccinated. Now you're saying that, well, if we're in the public sphere, there's already precedent to say that we're going to be vaccinated. They're coming for the kids already in the schools. You know, they'll say, well, if you want to participate now, eventually you're not even going to be able to get your groceries probably. So what choice do you really have? So how do we, how do we break this covenant? How do we, how do we get out? What do we do? Well, Beth, jump in if you want. You keep, I don't know, you're muted. Well, so. I was just going to quickly say uh, that somebody is saying birth certificates, question mark. So, you know, we, 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 because my channel has people that are not necessarily all into the law compared to the Choose Freedom Law Summit, where you're going to be on as well. And so I hate you to get to get you to back up, uh, Dan, to some of the beginnings, but do you want to sure. just give us the Coles notes? Just, um, just to understand, all corporations issue bonds. So it's a government bond because it's not something that you have in your basement and you're issuing. So um, let's be clear, um, all these nations worldwide are all club organizations. And they all belong to the same club. And now it appears they're under the UN. So don't get too comfortable with the concept of human rights. That's another big scam. Um, no one talked about the terminology human rights until you know the last few decades. Um, human rights, my goodness. Um, you know, that's another oxymoron, uh, because he got you comfortable with that terminology because that's a fictitious word. Um, it, 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 it's not dealing with a man or a woman. It's dealing with this idea that we told you that, um, there's male chauvinism there. So we're just going to say humankind now, because that would offend people, um, that, uh, that would be offended saying that mankind means that it's man rule, but now we're getting into creation and we're getting into um, the origin of where things came from. Um, and people maybe don't understand that uh, the term woman uh, came from the Hebrew uh, word that meant womb man. Yeah. It was a man with a womb. So unless they can disprove that that whole Genesis account didn't happen, um, we're into um, 
they're going to get caught in the illusion under a human because they go, oh, this is there to uh, refute all that. But unfortunately, them moving away from um, the rule book that kind of is there, not saying it hasn't been tampered with a bit, but the fact that they're, they got you to believe that don't go near that book at all. That book is giving you the code to, to, to get your, to save your life. Um, so, so, I mean, it's, it's a difficult subject matter because I know people come from different areas of, you know, background and some people have been born with, you know, they never, you know, they never, you know, never even thought about a Bible. Um, never would have uh, looked into the book. And I say just out of curiosity because of the public, the, how much it's been, you know, it's, it's actually in the, in the Guinness Book of World Records, the most stolen book in the world. Oh, the most stolen. <laughs> yeah, where people just abscond it, they grab it and take it. So it's been removed from tons of hotels. Uh, Gideon's put lots of them in there, <laughs> but, they, but they get removed. <laughs> so it got rated as the most absconded book. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and it's the least read surprisingly. Exactly. Even my son had an opinion about it, right? 14 year old who, who'd never read any of the Bible at all, but he was sure that it was there to make him feel useless. (laughs) Well, well, when you, when you understand the code that's in it, and this is what people can't, um, may not even realize that the entire, uh, first half of what we call the the Bible that was translated in Hebrew, um, agnostics and mathematicians have taken the book apart. And when they found codes in it, that every single thing that was written in there, it's like you and I writing a book and telling an entire account on something. So we talk about lineages. We're going to talk about uh, events that have occurred that are spoken in there, but the entire, let's just call it, if they want to call it a story, the entire story that's written in there in Hebrew language, when you add up every sentence in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, every single numerical level of the Hebrew alphabet that is added up in that sentence in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Every word in that sentence, in that phrase was divisible by the number seven. And every single thing said in that book all the way from A to Z is divisible by the number seven. So they go into mathematical odds by people. And there was a Russian mathematician who actually was asked, what were the probability? Like, how could that possibly, how could you write a book that made coherent sense, told you about various things, events, lineages, all those things that are in there. And then you, have a numerical code that would allow it to be divisible consistently out of the language that it's written in and it's divisible by the number seven. And he said, well, I know you're going to try to say that it's this God you believe in. (laughs) It's something supernatural. He says, all I can tell you is from the standpoint of a mathematician who's an agnostic, I can just tell you there's no one, there's no man on this earth that could have written that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no, what he was saying was there was no wisdom and intelligence that was ever penned that, that put that book together from what we would consider man. It didn't come from made up man intelligence. 
And yet, so, at the same time, was it was it changed by the made up man intelligence, right? Like you were saying earlier, that every every lie has to contain the truth, and then is it the other way around where they go? There are problems. The mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are problems. There are words that have been um, added in, transliterated, um, that are used in English that are not even from the original transcripts. Got to be careful, but they're noted. Surprisingly, every time they do that the concordances even generally note um, what the word was in its original and what they stuck in there. So there are some problems like the word church um, words like charity. Um, these are, it, it had a legal twist put into it by the translators that uh, were put there by the, uh, by King James. So um, he was afraid of the book, believe me. And he wanted to make sure that that book um, went down a direction. In fact, uh, um, he got rid of the Geneva Bible, uh, mainly because the footnotes that were in the Geneva Bible, which was the 1599, um, actually put damning accusations against the monarchies and the Church of England and the Catholic Church. So um, the book was actually exposing organized religion. It actually shamed them. <laughs> so so wow. they, they, they had to alter it in a manner um, to do that. Um, and so they did put things in there. And that's why the word church is not in the Bible, but it, it just meant to congregate. Uh, it, it wasn't talking about a man-made building, but um, they, of course, built a lot of man-made buildings to entice people to believe whoever's on the pulpit was actually giving them God-given truth, but was actually part of deceiving them. So there isn't a single religion that's registered out there right now that's not absolutely a deception organization with a group of lawyers. Right, right. It's a devil's den right from the beginning, so there's no possible way you could have a 501c3 truthful religion considering the fact they have a team of lawyers who manage it and the fact that it's called a creature of the state. So it's got nothing to do with spirituality because a creature of the state is not spiritual. Even the definition of all the nations worldwide, they're called secular states. Secular means godless without God. Right. So therefore Matthew six twenty four, you cannot serve God and mammon. But we can try. <laughs> it didn't mean people wouldn't attempt to do it. So the religions are attempting to serve God and the legal state that issues money. And now the legal state can tell them, well, you're using our legal state to energize and keep your spiritual idea alive. Um, and we control that. So, no, you can't organize or come into your place because um, we're we're putting out the scam on the COVID. And um, we're planning on executing as many people as possible. And your members are part of our state. um, And we just let them believe in various trademark religions. Hey, Dan. 
do yeah. you have a do you have a preference or recommendation for which Bible? I've heard um, the 1611 King James Bible is the contract on the planet because the Queen swears her oath on it, and the Geneva Bible is the 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 Bible of the land. Do you have any insight into those ideas? I would just say they both share some problems. Um, the the problem is the we're, we're dealing with uh, taking a pure transcript on something and then people that were already involved in the problem were translating it. <laughs> so they've got it. It's like you got members of already the problem of the club. Um, they were, they were secular participants who didn't really know it. So did Matthew Henry, when he wrote the commentary, the first commentary on the King James, he's got some very good, um, you know, uh, you know, I'd say comments um, that, shame, you know, the government, religion, everything. But at the same time, he was a member of the very problem. Okay. So did Matthew know he shouldn't have been a surety for Henry? <laughs> I don't know. Um, did Calvin know? Um, did, uh, did all these early, uh, did Tyndale know? Um, I just know that what they were doing was there was a movement towards um, making sure that people got their hands on that book. And there certainly seemed to be an energy of the state to sanitize it, mm -hmm. uh, to do things to it um, that would influence them down during uh, different directions. So, um, you know, Protestantism is just a branch of the papal throne. Um, they were out, they were too busy protesting instead of leaving. Um, they wanted to reform something that was already formed badly. And they don't, I mean, the Catholic church showed up three centuries after the death of Christ. So, um, and the Roman empire killed them. They were party to the execution. So how could they actually, you know, be the, be a friend of at the same time. And then eventually they say that their, their Caesar becomes a Pope and now he's the representation uh, of the doctrine of the, the man they executed. I just don't get the theory behind this. It's just a mess. <laughs> like, I mean, we could probably go hours on the mess, but the key thing is they're trying to use the book down a direction. I could still defend myself with a 1611 King James Bible. Um, I could use a Gideon Bible. I can use an American standard Bible. Um, I could, I, it wouldn't matter what I'm, what I'd be using, um, there is based on the fact that that book is still representing a charter from spirituality, not a charter from man. And the problem is everybody's, uh, binding themselves, uh, thinking that the, uh, that a man's government, that that book condemns, that book says, do not put your trust in nobles or the princes of men. And what do people do? So, no, do I put my trust in Her Majesty? Absolutely not. The book says not to. Mm -hmm. So, it wouldn't, when, when she swore on it, well, I'm a little concerned on that, on that direction of swearing on it. The whole idea of taking truth, the book talks about truth um, and not about uh, getting yourself into error or fiction or a lie. So, the fact that they would swear on the book, okay, um, concerns me off the top because the, you know, the, 
the monarchy, they still trade under a last name. When they sit on the throne, they, they sit with um, no name to build them under. That's why it's called nobility. They don't have a last name to be built on when they sit on the throne. The Pope sits on the throne without a last name. The Queen sits on a throne without a last name. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, people didn't realize that's where noble came from, nobility. You couldn't build them. You can't be billed unless you're the surety for a last name. Oh, wow. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that just took noble. Yeah, that just took noble out of my, my vocabulary. Was that, was, that a, was, that a, was that a cold water wash happening here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Throwing some cold water on us. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Matt had a good question. I was just going to uh, repeat it. That's like, why, why didn't they just wipe the Bible out? Or is it, was it the cat was out of the bag and they just couldn't get it back in? My belief is there are, you know, huge powers, you know, come, I'm just saying like, uh, the power of the creator is out there. Um, I think, I, I believe that he's given us uh, a field of choice. And so he controls the challenge and the challenge was, um, you know, you know, evil said, um, I don't need you creator. So you got treason from the spiritual realm happened. People, you know, will believe that that, 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 uh, that spirit angel from the, uh, you know, from treason in heaven is just a make-believe theory. I could never explain the atrocities on this earth or the things that are around us in technology that could not have come from channeling with uh, a mental force uh, far above us. There's no way. I mean, picture a bunch of people sitting around naked saying, okay, Adam's talking around to Eve. And he goes, you know, Eve, you know what I think? I think I'm going to melt down some rocks today and I'm going to start making some swords and, and tools. <laughs> I don't know why we need them, but I think we're just going to do that. Um, I, I, <sighs> there's things that are out there. I mean, I like to think that people say, Dan, at times, some of the things you say, you seem like you're some superior intelligence. I go, I'm just a very practical guy now. Just very, uh, I'm just dealing with simplicity. And I really don't believe that someone came up with the motor car by chance. Because if you talk to most people out there, that's the first thing that's going to get you in trouble is going down the road and you need a license to use it supposedly, but you don't realize it's, you need a license to use the title that you're bearing. You don't need a license for the car, but you put the car in that title and that's where you need the license. So no one can come up with this. To imagine the, the, um, the amount of thought to eventually go from, you didn't need a license to a horse but if I create a metal horse that could do a lot more damage, now I'm going to create an infrastructure of roads and pathways that are going to deem it necessary now to have everybody who's on them with some form of uh, coverage in case they do damage to somebody. And that's what the titles came from. That's it. I mean, the vehicle, the, those are just, 
Um, that's just the technology um, that's part of the web of the confusion. That's why when Genesis stated, um, it, it says that the, the serpent was the most subtle creature in the garden. The root word in, that runs the word subtle in English out of the Hebrew text, its root meanings were for subtle was tech and web. You know, what, uh, you know, what a tangled web we weave when we practice to deceive. Mm-hmm. So technology was designed to deceive. Look at all the things people are trying to do to maintain their privacy around the tech world. Mm-hmm. No, Could you have done this with a bunch of people walking around the woods naked? Good point. Exactly. You can't hide behind an IPN. The, the most dangerous guy is the guy who's unplugged. Yes. <laughs> the most dangerous guy is the guy who says, no, I don't need a cell phone. No, I'm not going to be on the internet, but I do believe that the purpose, it has a tool. It has kind of like a, a two edged sword. Um, the creator who is the source of all energy would not allow someone to take something that has used in some kind of form of intelligence and then use it to take out his creation. Absolutely. Without allowing it to be used to take out the evil perpetrators who are trying to use that intelligence to do evil. So it's like God is giving man the opportunity to use the technology that we're seeing today with us being in communication right now. It allows me to put a virus of truth up the mothership of fiction. I love that. That's amazing. I feel exactly the same way, but you just nailed it with the words. So that's the only reason why in 2011, um, when I put up the first, when I allowed the, you know, someone said, Dan, will you allow us to put something up on YouTube? So I did a conference uh, up in Woodford, Ontario. And that's the first time that anything ever went into that cyber world up on the net. Now I had many people come to little seminars I would do at cafes. And I said, no problem. If you want to film for your own reference, it's no concern. I'm not worried about it. I, I said, there's nothing I'm saying I'm ever concerned about. Um, the only, the, the only people who be concerned about what I'm saying are liars, lawyers, um, because they run a worldwide, uh, a worldwide parasiting game on titles and they are the ones, they're the installers of a fictionous uh, name that reads back to their, their, you know, their leader. Um, that's why they're called devil's advocates because they work for the devil. So never misunderstand that. And it doesn't matter whether the lawyer doesn't know that or not. That's the, the club he joined. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say, oh. Dan, is it safe to say, because there's so many of the law movements out there right now that are connected to lawyers in one way or another, like maybe they're retired lawyers, but, or, or active lawyers. I don't want to name anybody or call anybody out. Yeah, no, I understand. Yep. Yeah. But, but you know, it is, is that the bottom line that if they are allied with as an active bar member, they actually cannot be working for a, a man or a woman for actual. That's family. right. I mean, I, even despite, we know some people um, that were lawyers that have been disbarred, they may have been disbarred, even breaking like what appears to be, ethical rules within 
normal, uh, you know, I guess normal, what we, we consider, I, I, I don't even know how to deal with this. It's like the whole thing that they do is all based on deception to begin with. Mm-hmm. But it may look like um, they're there for some good reason. Uh, but the overall thing is they're still part of the very thing that mechanizes um, the use of affection. And it has to, it had to, it had to basically uh, come to light and, and people realize that um, it's a direction of man can fix his own problems. There is no divine source above us and we can just do it ourselves. And that's the whole message out of the Bible uh, was that challenge. Right. That's uh, the challenge was um, you just let those people do as they are. And uh, you're, you're preventing them from free will um, to go contrary um, to what is good. Let them have the right to do wrong and, and let them, let them make their own choice. Now, God doesn't make robots, so uh, it would be a robot otherwise, right? If, you know, if you didn't have free choice between right and wrong, you would be a robot. Um, so what's happened is um, the mathematical equation that has occurred is we're outnumbered by the people who are willing to choose wrong instead of right. And, but the, it, but the right wins in the prophecy of the book. That's the charter for people of spiritual, the charter for the bad guys is operated by a suicidal maniac who knows he's going to die knows he's going down. And of course he wants to take as many people with him. So you can understand why guys like Bill Gates, who is called a a philanthropist. Well, he believes in the doctrine of humanism that says there is no God and man can fix his own problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where that whole concept of philanthropy came from. And that's why he's there. Now, Bill Gates, of course, has a very good plan that you won't be able to get anything without being billed at the gate. <laughs> oh, good one. Oh my gosh. Oh, they tell and when you get short with God's will, the short form for bill, uh, sorry, for will, William, will I will am, am, which is God is bill. So when you get short with God's will and you get, you, you show accountants to go contrary to it, you're part of the evil plan and then you will get the bill and you will be ill. Wow. Intense. And that's, that's really the codification. Um, I could do a seminar on A to Z with the English languages and hieroglyphs. Hmm. That would be fun. That's intense for a lot of people. Um, And the problem with that is they'll get down that and they won't get to what the we've got like a, there's like a fusion lit. Um, the hourglass is turned over and there's not much sand left in the days of the legal lives of people. You know, can you, so yeah. can you expand on we're, that we're in a, means? we're in a really bad soap opera movie right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you expand but we're, on that? We're actors without stunt. We don't have any, we don't have a stand in. There's no, stu- there's no stuntmen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're the right. actor with no stand-in. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Acting in their acts, no less. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Matt, do you want to jump in with a question you had that was related to lawyers? Oh, yeah, I have well, tons of questions, but the one related mm-hmm. to lawyers, what about like constitutional lawyers? Are you suggesting you're kind of saying overall that, uh, you know, the attorneys and judges are using this to parasite on people, but you do have people, uh, I think his name's Rainer Fulmec or something like that, the constitutional lawyer, things like that. It does seem like some of them are trying to do uh, something positive and people like Beth and I. We don't know what's going on. So now we're forced to learn the law to kind of get these parasites off our back and, and move towards uh, freedom. So we, we don't get uh, harmed in the process. And then I was curious, I don't know if Beth was kind of leaning towards this, but well, do you see um, us trending positively here? Yeah. Like, well, this- I'm going to tell you some of my experience with constitutional lawyers. Okay. So um, when I tell people I've been down the past, I've been in government offices, I've talked to attorney generals. Um, I've talked to the lawyers, um, the government legal services that represent every government department. They're a separate, they're a separate society on their own because, uh, in order to, uh, um, represent the government department, government legal services, lawyers have to leave the bar. So they only work for the government. They don't, they don't work for this. They don't work on the street for all the social insurance registrants anymore. They work strictly for the government departments. So when you hear of government legal services, which um, will always be someone who responds to a letter when you uh, write to a government department, uh, whether it's uh, the Department of uh, Transportation, what we call the Ministry of uh, Transportation in Canada, um, or we talk to the Office of the Registrar General, it will always be government legal services that speak for that government department uh, official. Um, You wouldn't need a lawyer unless you're doing something that's sketchy, um, basically uh, questionable. Uh, An innocent man doesn't need a lawyer. (laughs) Someone who's the surety for a legal title needs a lawyer. Right, good distinction. Okay, it's acquired immune deficiency syndrome uh, because you got legal aids. They gave you a legal surname. You didn't, you weren't born with a legal title. You, you assumed it at age of election. So, you know, that's, you ended up shirting the government bond at 18 and um, had you not done that, then, um, you know, they, they, were, they knew. They knew that you would sure you. You've been trained and uh, apprenticed to uh, believe that it was your, uh, that you were, had to be the surety for it. So um, they, needed a, they needed a host and your given name was the host. And you ended up, um, you know, believing that the, that the government assigned legal surname uh, was your responsibility. So therefore, um, you walked into deception, and of course, you assured you the the bond that was issued on it. I mean, this is a deeper conversation because um, the state trespassed on the child and its privacy in order to create a record that allowed a counterfeit bond to be issued. That's why 
everybody's driver's licenses um, are ambiguous and unclear. I don't know. Anybody has a driver's license that says given name or surname on it or family name. Just says name. <laughs> That's all it says. Wow. Um, and it's because they trespassed um, on that name. They had to get the, something private um, onto a public record in order to create the inducement and to create the host who is going to eventually be trained um, to be a member of the public and be a surety for it. It just wouldn't have worked otherwise. So the, without the, they would never have been able to issue the government security and that government security at age of election, you surety it uh, by your first movement in that society um, by signing for something. And generally it led to a tax return. Um, so the surname is just a tax name. That's why you have to keep on returning it when you're using it. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. And uh, so just backing up a little bit that, um, you know, the, their time is limited, right? That's, that's why they're coming at us so strong right now and acting desperate. You, you said on, on the, the Wednesday call last week, how scared they are, like literally running scared. They know it. It's called the 2030 agenda. They know they're aware of biblical prophecy that 2030 is the timeline of the return of Christ. Okay. So that's, so that, they're that's trying literally. to take down as many people um, because it's a suicide mission. So they want as many people, you know, to prove the point, you know, if I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a desperado, I'm going down. I'm going to take as many people with me like a suicide bomber. Mm -hmm. I want to take as many people down with me. Um, so, uh, that's why, you know, whatever, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to get into the validity of every event that's ever happened with a crazy, with a gun. Um, but we know that generally when someone's on a mission to take their own life, they don't care who they're going to take with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So at a spiritual level, what is our task? Right. Just um, well, um, it's, it's basically to come out from among them. Um, some versions of the Bible and revelation said, get out of her. Get is a Hebrew word that we've, the word get that we use in English is used in Hebrew. Um, if you take the word from the Hebrew and you take it into the English, we get the word get. Get out means to divorce, to separate. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, this is, um, uh, this is a complete, um, separation from being a surety. Now, without you being the surety, there has to be who is behind uh, the title, the legal title. And because the lawyers represent the Pharisees and those who denied uh, the Messiah, they run the opposite side. So they run two levels, good and evil. Um, but the choice basically, they need the good to be deceived, um, to energize their vessel with evil. Um, there is no way to run, um, a legal assigned title last name without having someone breathe a life into it. Right. But now they're on the opposite agenda. They're now saying, uh Oh, time's running out. Now we need to suffocate the host. So now we're going to put a mask on them. 
so that the breath of life, we needed their breath of life into us now. Now we just need to suffocate the host. So now they're with the legal name, legal surname, persona means a mask. So what do they do? They initiated the mask to start getting people sick. So they could kill the population with suffocating themselves from breathing in oxygen. How obviously suicidal is this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like so they, so the first test run was to get them to wear a mask. The next thing is, why don't we put a foreign substance in their body that will shut down their natural immune system mm-hmm. and turn them with into spike the, proteins, right? And turn them into cannibals, right? Cause there's, there's human parts. In oh, there. I mean, it's, it's bad news. Um, they were doing this for the longest time. I don't want, I mean, there have been some religious groups throughout the years who definitely stood against the idea of, uh, of, of taking blood from an individual into their body. Um, it, surprisingly, the fact that you have to, just as it would be for taking the vaccine, you still have to sign a waiver. You're, it's a consent form. Right. Um, that you're taking it. So there, I mean, it's, why would they be doing that? You're consenting to take something that there's a risk. So um, when people take uh, blood into their body, um, they don't realize that, um, you know, everybody's blood is quite unique um, and it's got its own, you know, you know. So the, 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 basically uh, only your own blood is good for you. Okay. Um, all I considered that these blood service organizations were like Red Cross. They were literally Draculas, um, parasiting and turning um, blood services into a business of selling blood. Okay. So, I mean, it's been so proven how dangerous it is um, to take something from another individual and put it in your body. It's dangerous. That's why um, it doesn't matter what is going on with someone. You're taking somebody's body into your body um, and it's not yours. And when you do that, you absorb it and you eat it. So um, it was already eating blood when people were taking transfusions anyways. Uh, There's been no medical evidence that a transfusion of blood into someone's body was ever necessary, but the medical industry stood behind it just like dentists do with fluoride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bunch of they will go to the death with that, with that falsehood because they're gods and they, what they say goes. So no one's going to go against that. Um, you know, they tell women to cut out their uterus. The doctor says a hysterectomy is required. Go ahead. Uh, no natural birth could occur. Ah, you need a cesarean. Oh, that's a Caesar birth, an artificial birth. Yeah. Don't worry, we're going to inject you with a needle to make you induce, go into induced labor. Well, isn't that what this whole thing is about, induced labor? Yes. And induced labor can only occur with something artificial going into the body to cause the induced labor. Yeah. So this, this whole thing, the vaccine idea, but it comes from the word bovine, um, which leads to the most evil, um, source of child sacrifice 
which was the Babylonians, which did, uh, which had the Baal God, which in some cultures was called the sin God. So they were worshiping the sin God, the debt God, and they were willing to sacrifice something natural into something artificial. So they made a, a facsimile of a golden calf and burned the child alive on the, on the altar. This is the same thing as offering your child to the God Moloch when you put, your, the, put the God-given name of the child, the natural name, into the birth registry system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, nothing's changed. So this, this injection is a, is a bovine representation bail injection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow. And, and it's, it's, it's full of crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. No, um, there's too many connections uh, to what's being seen out there. So the, the power the, the the people themselves um, empower the very thing that's going against them. And so the best thing to do, if you knew there's going to be a, a revolution or, or people that were not going to consent to this, what's the best way to, to um, thwart it is to start dropping the population, divide them, get family, get people in the same household all divided. I mean, this is happening all over the world. There's people who won't even speak to each other anymore over the fact that um, there's pro-vacciners versus I'm not going to get a vaccine. Pro-maskers versus those who aren't going to wear a mask. Yeah, I'm seeing it at every turn in my own life uh, for many months already. That divide is getting bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, there's what's your opinion on this? Like, can you do you continue to have relationships or can you continue to have relationships with people that that can't see this and, and don't know what's happening? Right. Or, or well, is it wheat in the chaff here? I mean, I had some experiences. I talked to some, you know, some, you know, direct, like very close contact um, you know, I'd say, um, you know, what would be called, what we, I, I hate using certain terminologies anymore. Um, because when I use the word family, people, you know, misunderstand that, um, I'm not re- even relating it, um, to anything to do with a legal terminology. Um, I'm just saying in the spiritual sense, uh, all your brothers and sisters worldwide, I don't care if they're black, white, Chinese, uh, they're, they're, they're all from the same stock, just, that God had variety like oak trees and maple trees and pear trees and, <laughs> and apple trees. He, he didn't make everything look alike. Okay. So um, we're, we're all, we're all from the same stock from the same creator, but um, what's happening is uh, uh, you know, people are being divided um, over um, very, very bad, poor knowledge. Um, lack of knowledge. And so uh, it's only people perishing that will perish uh, due to, uh, um, you know, embracing something that's artificial. And so the vaccine's artificial. The last name is artificial. Uh, the, uh, uh, the money system's artificial. The, uh, the whole system that we operate on is based on garbage it artificiality produces garbage a garb it puts a cover over what is real um your timeless 
um, your your breath of life is timeless. If it, you're made in the image of God, you are you are made timeless. Um, and um, their system is based on death and uh, um, the corpus idea. So their um, the the, um, the whole I think the whole misunderstanding of everything that's out there. Uh, people are trying to rationalize or energize. Um, the very thing that's going to harm them because it requires you to believe in something that's false in order for it to work. So if I pull my, my breath of life out of there, um, then it, the other, the other thing can harm me like uh, sticks and stones can break my bones, but uh, legal assigned surnames cannot harm me as long as I don't act as a surety for it. Right. So, and it's a good thing that people are, that this is recorded. I tell people, you know, it's funny. People say, um, you know, can we record you? And I go, absolutely. <laughs> the best that you can do is record me right now. Exactly. Because if you don't record it, you may not have memory of what I said. Totally. In fact, I just asked the audience the moment that this is finished, please download it. Absolutely record everything. If anybody ever worries that I'm worried about any of that, uh, any of that's being uploaded on YouTube, that is not for entertainment purposes. That is a warning. Your life is in jeopardy spiritually. That's your eternal existence is being put in jeopardy. The, your, your landlord, your real creator is, is returning. And he wants to know what side you're on. And you don't want to be on the wrong side when, you, when the one who gave you life, brought you into existence, uh, comes to check on the house. And he finds out that the, you know, if I looked at this earth right now, what it would have been thousands of years ago before technology took its ugly head. Look at the mess in the last hundred years that we've caused. Look at the mess in the last 120 years. Now, remember, it was only a 120-year period from the biblical account when Noah was given the direction to go about, warn the people, and build the ark. There was 120 years. The birth registration system that we're using today actually was put into full, go ahead, push play in the movie, legal fiction in 1910 add 120 years to that and you'll get 2030 holy mackerel the guys that are running this when they're talking about the 2030 they're expecting to fight against god yeah they believe that they are going so they're going to get all their nations together and they're going to gather together <laughs> to war against god's son that's what they're, and they're already preparing for it. Right, right. Wow. And so how's that going to go? That battle can't go well. Well, it's going to go bad for them because yeah. you can't take out the creator because he knows everything about you. So how could the creation take out the creator? But the world of man who believes that, now we're dealing with, you know, the ET thing. 
Okay, this is the extraterrestrial thing. And so the government basically, you know, has been posing the whole thing that there is some outside source. Okay, um, that, um, you know, that's they're not talking about God. They're talking about they're trying to twist it in another direction. Um, The an alien, an alien is your last name. It's an alien thought to truth. So you were injected with an alien um, inducement into your brain from the time you were young um, to make you have a lean debtor thought. Are you talking? And so now the vaccine's wearing off. Okay. (laughs) And I think now it's interesting. I don't talk about this much, but it was weird that the very first um, birth certificate wallet size I got in Ontario, Canada, uh, that my mother had uh, asked for about a year roughly after the birth. Um, It was very strange because a lot of the birth certificates in formality have like red numbers on one backside or uh, something in that nature. And the one that was that I received, it was laminated at the time. Um, it, very interesting. Anyways, it was eliminated. The, I, I came into existence in 1964 in their world, uh, where they, where they, you know, literally induced my parents to put the given name that didn't belong to the state onto the, uh, onto the statement of birth record. And they, uh, um, they basically had a, a symbol on it, um, which was, uh, an F it was some kind of F stamp on it. And I always thought F always, to me, always referred to failure. So I think I was a failure to experiment and the vaccine wore off. (laughs) So whatever happened, um, they kind of knew this was probably going to (laughs) happen. So whatever they gave me, it wasn't enough that was going to work. And, and you can't, you can't like go against the will of God. So, um, my, um, um, I spoke to someone the other day about it. It was very uncanny that the statement of birth record that my parents filled out when they, um, there's unique things that occurred on that record. So I, I think that whatever it is, I would like to believe that I'm here to do good. And I'm, I'm only here to basically give a warning. And, and I've been on this for a long time and it wasn't based on money. So I certainly have never, uh, never monetized myself uh, for anything to do with, uh, teaching or any of this, a very, very strange existence. And, and it was only a faith of God that kept me alive. Cause I only believe that I would have lasted this long. Cause I went down this with two children. Um, I did, I, you know, I know what it is to have obligations and I went down this and, uh, you know, I journeyed through this, uh, without, uh, a commercialization end to it. Um, so, the um, the statement of birth record that occurred, the social insurance system in Canada showed up in 1964, quite interestingly. So that's the historic date of social insurance in Canada. The SIN registration program went totally in force in 1964. So in the year that I was born, that's when it happened. Um, wow. The birth date, April 7th, that I showed up on the map, um, that is the execution date of Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. So his death is my birth. 
And then on top of it, the notation where the state trespassed on my given name, they notated it in their procedures on the record and noted it on April 21st of that same year. And April 21st is the actual birth date of Her Majesty. Holy mackerel, so they saw you coming. So the act of state is defined on my birth record on April 21st because Her Majesty is responsible for anything to do with active state trespass, which damages the person and property of someone who at the time was not a subject of Her Majesty. <laughs> and then the birth date that I occurred on the map was the execution date that brought salvation to the world. Now, I could say that's coincidental, but I now don't really believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so now I know that if I don't follow what I'm doing right now on a spiritual basis, I'd be working against truth. Right, right. We all have so, a contract. Yeah. Um, so they know I'm not in there. I'm I'm not part of it anymore. I can't serve them. I'm not going to be in there. So there's no more legal labor contractions anymore uh, with the state. Um, the, their uh, their situation, um, the separation has occurred, and uh, I can't be on both sides because if I put my given name in with the state, then I'm. I'm double-minded. I'm trying to serve two masters at the same time. We didn't, we didn't do this to ourselves. And, and the legal state is responsible for its own legal title. But they needed someone to act as a surety for it. So they came up with a, a multitude of versions of last names which are the foundations of their law. So welcome to an, a foundation identity document and foundations are generally identified under last names like the Gates Foundation. So your last name is part of a foundation and they're responsible to pay for you. <laughs> right, but people don't know that. So they're paying again, right? One of our right. law guys always says- Well, they're, they're, they're literally- um, they're literally trying to um, supply the foundation instead of let the foundation take care of what it's supposed to do. So these legal names are legal foundations, and they're absolutely required to pay out. So wow. um, I, without getting into too much detail, they took the risk on it. Um, the minute they did what they did and they put what I believe a segregated fund into those accounts, because when an insurance policy is taken out, they have to segregate the payout of that policy into a fund. Um, they cannot be attached or used by the insurance company. It has to remain off to the side. So they gambled on this ahead of time. They're responsible because they trespassed on 99.9%. .9%. I don't know a single parent that didn't put the given name of the child into, uh, into the birth record. 
And I jump in here quickly with a question for those that are having babies these days. Congratulations, and you're very brave. I'm not sure if I would have a child knowing what I know now about the world, but uh, I know we need to go on. And what would you recommend so that they, they don't put the Christian names on that? Yeah, don't put the given name in there. They're not required by law. They just put non-transferable in the given name box. And, um, and then they just put the surname that the parents are using because they may be parties of the contract right now on the legal side, but they don't have to place that they don't have to expose the child's privacy nor make the decision for that child at that stage. Mm-hmm. So it, it does not bring the child into the contract and it doesn't allow the government to issue the, the bond. Mm-hmm. They can't issue it. They can't, they just can't do it. They can't issue a social security number. They can't issue a birth certificate. <laughs> the birth certificate only comes about because of the given name um, placed on the record because they take the attending doctor's information. And if anybody's ever been to a hospital, you can really see what's going on here. Um, in the hospital ward, all the children um, will have a band on their left wrist. So if it's, we'll just say it's a, it's a boy and it's, you know, um, and it is of someone who claims to use the name Smith, it'll say baby boy Smith on that band. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now they could have a few Smiths in the ward. It's possible that a few Smiths at the same time end up born within, you know, a time period in there. So, you know, they'll, they'll come up with a sequence with one, two, three, four, or things like that for that. But it's baby boy Smith. And until the parents fill out that statement of birth record at the hospital, they have no way of having an instrument that they would know about the given name of the child. So that has to be volunteered by the parent, by the mother. It's volunteered, but the state doesn't have authority over it because it's not public. It's private. Right. They don't have the jurisdiction. Now, here's the problem. All the things we're talking about where people are in trouble in the courts, they're being charged, um, they're not cooperating at the side of the road, they're all based on we push play in the movie and they only have a computer system that shows John acting as a surety for the legal state name, which says now he has to pay for its use under license and he's going to pay a fee or a fine or a common share for using the common title. That's how it works. You're just paying your common share to be a common prostitute because common meant prostitute. Right. I just saw one of your great videos at your channel about the prostitute and I really perked up because I teach about the prostitute archetype and how it's weaponized against us. So do you want to say just a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, when you, um, uh, the, the earliest rending, you know, a lot of people are very unfamiliar with the, with the term prostitute, um, hireling when you're, when you're hired for something, the original meaning of hireling is prostitute. If you sell your body for money, they already know that you're not trustworthy. (laughs) So if someone's for sale, they're not trustworthy. Exactly. If you use the terminology, that guy's for sale or he can be bought. Every man's got his price, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's because of the fact is that 
it's it's already telling you it's got a bad feel. So hireling mercenary commerce merce mercement immersement all those words are all connected. They're all connected in their entomology. Right. Right. That's why it's the Babylonian hieroglyph tongue. You couldn't pull this off in English. I can go down various understandings of the words like God um, in English. We would translate that out of Hebrew to be Elohim, God, Lord, in the sense of, now remember, we're talking about English transliterations, so I don't want to get into a, a, a Hebrew <laughs> Think about whether we're done with Yahweh or Jehovah or any of that. I'm not getting into that. The thing is, L, the, the, the symbol in English for God is L. Mm-hmm. So in English, we know, um, we, we take the word L, okay? <laughs> to say L, you have to say E-L. To say E-L... There's already a code in there because E is like an electrical symbol that we use in hydro symbols, like for electricity and electrical safety. It's got a plug. So you take the three prong capital letter E, right? That's why it's the symbol. It's the electricity, the power. So E is, has to be in the word Elohim, which was, the word for God, the name for God, because he's the power. So in order to say Eloyam, you have to say, you have to start with the letters E-L to make that begin. That's why the word E is in the word estate, because it's property. It's the property. It's the E state, the power state. Wow. And then now everything is E, right? It's E-transfer and email. Oh, E-transfer, email. Oh, my goodness. And mail is war. So it's, it's power of war and surnames represent war. So all the people on email are at war. You have to have a post to be in the war. So you have a postal address that says, I maintain the last name, which is in arms. So I have a post under, say, Canada Post. Everybody's gone postal. They're receiving communication. So we're all at war amongst each other over power and money. Uh, I mean, they didn't come up with this. There's no one from any uh, mental state of man that came up with this. Yes, exactly. It is is there. Mm hmm. Yeah, so yeah. there, there, there's where the, you know, so when you're talking about God is love, well, cause that's what scripture says. God is love. Well, love is L right. Starts off with L. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. You, you know, um, yeah. evil is, is the reverse of lived because, because everything is reversed in the evil. So everything is reversionary and evil. So you have, um, the, the uh, uh, you take the word live and you reverse it, you get, you know, take evil, you get live. If you take devil, he once lived with God. He was a, he was an angel of light, according to the scripture mm-hmm. that was with God. He was not just your average son of God in the heavens. And he envied what was God's. 
So it's devil, which is which means lived. He once lived, but now he's dead because he's already judged to death. The prophecy says he dies. He's executed. Has he committed treason? And that's what you get for treason. <laughs> so, Holy mackerel. Yeah, pointing towards... I mean, can you imagine where this is going on? So, you know, some moments, like, I like kind of like having these kind of interviews because sometimes I unleash things that I think I need. I mean, it's almost like too much in your data bank and I need to let it go out. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, so, we're so, so the download's good because it helps me. Um, because I think it clears up a lot of things going on in the head because there's times where I get a little jammed up there and, and I said, okay, maybe it's time to, you know, maybe I've just been doing a little bit too much isolation and, uh, you know, I'm saying isolation and study and I'm not, I'm not sharing it. And that's why, um, I've never felt more healthy when I'm sharing. I was a child that always shared. My mother never had to teach me to share. And in fact, if anybody in our little group ever didn't share, we were severely um, reprimanded over it, that that was the worst thing you could ever do. You were never to, to, to say this is mine um, because that was selfish. And I was always taught from the Bible that Jesus gave fish. So he was never selfish. Right. How beautiful. I'm so, uh, it, it's just like a huge blessing to have had this connection with you. We are coming down to the end of today. And fortunately, we have another interview planned on Friday. This one is going to be totally in the private on the Choose Freedom Law Summit, hosted by Matt Belair and, my, and by myself. So we've scratched the surface here. We're going to go deeper, even if it takes maybe a few or more interviews to, to get to the bottom of it, because I know that, Dan, you have incredibly important knowledge you're obviously contracted to bring it to us right now those who can hear it yep. and it's time for us right we're we're past the 11th hour like you said that that hourglass is turned over and the the grains of sand are running out so not that's not to scare anyone it's just to say like if you're ever going to choose to to educate yourself in not just the uh, legal, you know, the, the political side of law, that's something, I don't know if that's an accurate term, but but the spiritual side of law, what are we doing here? What are you contracted to in, in your being? And uh, so we're pretty excited about that. Is there anything that you want to leave us with in particular today, like hope or anything? Well, I, I, I yes. <laughs> um, don't ever think this is hopeless because I already know the outcome. Good wins, evil loses. So when you go to sleep at night, always remember the only thing that ever got me up in the morning, why I never really, um, um, I never, I always were where I was going to be. I, God, like I had some things happen today and, and God was protecting me today. There was things that were going on. I always tell people I'm experiencing the same things they are. Um, I may not at the level they are. I'm not, um, I'm not as exposed because no, I've not had a driver's license since 2007. It died. It expired. The date expired. I know it needed my flourish on the heartbeat on the monitor to make it work because it would flatline otherwise. Mm -hmm. So it flatlined on 2007. In fact, 2006, it flatlined. I could only breathe life into it. So I realized that concept was making sense. Um, what would make me have to renew something if they didn't require me to do that by consent? 
Exactly. Okay. So you would have to breathe it in. Now they go, oh, you didn't renew it, but they're going on the gambit that I'm like now a uncooperative member. I said, no, no, you'd have to prove I ever was a member. And the only way you got my membership um, was based on inducement to violate my privacy as a child. If you had never had my private God-given name, you had never been able to pull off the scam. So, and that's pretty much where it is. So, yes, is there hope? Absolutely. Is there is there honesty and good faith? Yes, but not when we're energizing bad faith in evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would you be energizing no redemption in legal when there's already redemption that was already done for you? but not when you're shirting something that's opposite. Legal is opposite to grace. It's, it's, it's there. I mean, you can find that even in 1828, Noah Webster's, it'll say that, that, that grace is, is opposite to legal. Uh, legal is the concept you have to earn to live. Right. Um, I, I'm already living. I should not have to pay to live. The concept of paying to live is the problem here. And that goes with the territory of acting as a surety for that concept and that title. Yeah, it's the very nature of the death cults we're in. It's all sin and debt and lack and and loss, right? But that's, to me, in my direct experience, that is not God's earth. That's not how it really works, right? It's eternal. It never was intended. We are not what we are. What we're, how things are right now is not what was intended. Um, it went against the divine plan, um, the divine purpose, uh, and we know that. And that's that's probably in the spiritual, um, uh, uh, I would say the spiritual, I'm going to use the word philosophies of many different, um, um, I guess, religions that were there about peace. But the key thing is, we, we're the only, the only ones who have actually a charter that's there is actually um, those that actually are carrying that book, the Bible, and they don't, they're afraid of it. They don't like it. And now they're about to call it a hate book. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start saying that you're, you know, you're just, uh, you're, you're selling out on your, on your fellow man. They've got so many confused individuals out there. Um, and you know, that are, that, that will tell you um, that something that's bad is good. And it's not, and it goes against, it goes against the, the divine, you know, uh, you know, blueprint of what God had planned and everything you're ever seeing on the earth right now, it doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, an outbreak of, uh, uh, of gypsy moths, um, that came because man did something. Um, you pull something out of the environment, something is going to kick you back naturally. So we're always experiencing, um, we're experiencing things that would, was not in the plan. Uh, I'm sure that Adam and Eve were not battling uh, mosquitoes with DEET and uh, DEEP was off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, there, th- these things are all out of balance. Everything we're experiencing is based on a chaos that was based on revolting against the original plan of God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And we're in it in title right now. And so the spiritual people are waking up and all they have to do is withdraw their consent. 
and then they got to stand it um, and they're going to have to walk it. And these are where um, what people want to know is, what do I do? I got a bank account. I have a house. Uh, I have, and these are things I'm totally not afraid about talking about, but they have to basically embrace the outcome of where they're going with this um, because they ultimately will be the good guy. Um, but the majority of the people surrounding them um, will be caught up um, in the dilemma because of their choice, making the bad choice, making a poor choice, uh, choosing the wrong side. And it will divide people very close to you because uh, how many people listening in on this conversation have, have had any direction of anything we're talking about and, and said that amongst a group and not had some people get very agitated. Exactly. Exactly. The very energy of it. You don't even have to say anything is agitating people right now. Oh, and this vaccine is just crazy. It's just the most insane amount of misinformation out there. But remember, it comes from an artificial thing from the public safety. Public has nothing to do with natural. Public is tax. Public is money. Yeah. A member of the public is someone moving around the money. And so they're saying our mathematical equation has gone so far right now. They're just doing logistics, which has nothing to do with reason. Logistical thought is I can go into the rainforest, calculate how many trees are there, cut them all down and calculate how much money I'm going to make. That's the logistics. Reason would say, are you out of your head? You're going to go in there and cut down all those trees and remove all that habitat and basically cut off the oxygen that those trees produce. <laughs> Destroy all that wildlife. But logistics doesn't have a conscience. So money has no conscience. So in the world of public safety, they're looking at in order to safety the mathematical equation based on the debt right now, they want to cancel out all the bonds that they issued because they can't pay out on them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's better to cancel them and do a domestic war on the soil without a real war where people are going from one place to the other place, shooting one another. We'll just shoot you at your local doctor's office. And your pharmacy and your dentist and all of the other people right now training to give that injection. So, And it says the nations, the world will be deceived by pharmacia, which was the translation out of sorcery. Holy mackerel. Wow. Wow. So insane. Oh, my gosh. So, Matt, is there anything you want to add before we start wrapping up for today? Um, no, get very close to if you've never prayed before, start praying. Because a lot of people just feel very uncomfortable with that. But when you're talking to yourself, you're talking to God. You're not really talking to yourself. You're talking to your maker. Yeah. That's a ridiculous concept. You're talking to yourself. Yeah. How silly is that? Um, so you really, uh, people need to start, um, you know, start really uh, connecting to who they really are and where their source is. We're not, we're not made, we're not, rec we're not made from recreation, entertainment, which is what this whole world's about. The legal is all about recreation, recreating a name, creating a fiction, um, and, then, and then basically being part of something that will diverge you away from truth. 
Um, so that's what entertainment's defined as divergence away from reality. And so they don't want you in reality. And, uh, you know, when you, you see a simple dictionary in Canada, what was in all the schools, the Canadian gauge dictionary, uh, there was a, not a very big dictionary, but it was in for the classrooms and the Canadian gauge dictionary defined surname as a name added to one's real name. So it appears that you would have to have had a real name for a, a surname to be added to it. So in reality, your given name does not work because it's truth in fiction. They require your given name in there or they cannot operate. So fiction cannot harm a man. And that's why it was a legal maxim. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. A fiction cannot harm a man, but, but a man who believes he's a fiction can be quite harmed. So go. I leave it at that. And, 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 and Hey, every day I'm, I, you know, just to let you know, every morning when I get up, I'm on my knees and I'm only praying for wisdom and the ability to help people. So beautiful. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you exactly what you're praying for over there. Yeah. So God helps those who help others. <laughs> just remember that I don't ever it. forget that because this is an unselfish journey this is not about selfishness and meism this is about helping others so when you get up in the morning you ask how you can help others don't ask about how you can help yourself exactly yeah there's no there's no purpose without that that is the hero's journey everybody is called on so yeah Amen to that. That's so beautiful. And uh, so for those of you out there that have not yet joined the Choose Freedom Lums, uh, Law Summit, Lump Summit, <laughs> then I uh, strongly encourage you to do that now. And uh, while I do that, uh, drop it in the, in the notes below. Matt, do you want to just say anything for closing out? Yeah, I'll just say that that was amazing. I really enjoyed uh, the front row seat to listening, um, you know, and I'm excited to have you on the law summit as well in the private and just uh, there's so much, you know, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. So we'll keep chipping away. You have a great YouTube channel that I'm uh, newly introduced to. So I'm going to start checking out those uh, links, but I, I really like what you said at the end there. It's just uh, how can I help? And I feel like when everyone's talking about awakening or being spiritual or things like that, I think a spiritual person just looks at ways they can, they can help. And if you're doing that, you're going to be guided and led and you're also going to be protected. So it was all brilliant, but I especially uh, like the last bit. So thanks so much for uh, your work and sharing. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me on there. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, would, uh, anytime you, you, you know, you, you need me on there or you'd like me to be on there, I'm more than willing to take the time. So don't worry. It's all free. Okay, fantastic. We'll do this every week then. And uh, I just wanted to just wanted to let you know if you could, Dan, uh, don't hang up, please. If you have just a couple of okay. minutes on the other side, sure. I know you saw my email, so just wanted to remind you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And uh, God I'll, bless I'll everyone. On. Yeah, God bless to everyone in the in the chat. It's been an amazing turnout today, and such good responses. I haven't seen every single comment, but I know there's a ton of really good stuff in there. So uh, do download this video instantly. I started recording, but a little bit on the late side. So just in case this comes down in a hurry, please make uh, an effort to download. If you've got a YouTube downloader, I will also do the same. That way this won't disappear because it has been absolutely invaluable. There's such a, an a right kind of injection going on here. <laughs> it's amazing we have the, that in our, in our language. 
And uh, so stay tuned. There's lots of stuff coming up. We are interviewing Dolores Cahill on Thursday. That will be in the private as well. That's coming up on the Choose Freedom Law Summit. So you won't be able to get access to that anywhere on social media. We're, we're having these conversations in the private so that they are protected and uh, nobody's taking us down and out and people and our speakers especially can feel free to be candid about the knowledge that they share. I know that there's so much more Dan has for us and uh, he's got some methods to, to make create that divorce, right? We're married to Babylon, we need to get divorced. And uh, from what I understand, Dan holds the keys to some of the kingdom there at least uh, I, I don't know how much, but it seems like a lot. <laughs> so we're just still getting to know you. But uh, so it, then thank you, everyone. We're going to close out for now and we'll stay on the line just a little bit here. Have a great and beautiful rest of your day. Thank you very much, Matt and Dem. Bye, guys. This is awesome. Bye okay. for now.